morning. Welcome to Tuesday's edition of the Hometown Headlines and Newscast. This is John Druckenmiller at Hometown Headlines and the Hometown Podcast Network. With today's updates, number one, business news. Some tweaks are planned at Lake Point's massive pavilion. That's going to be on the mezzanine level. Also, Sweet Peas now offering lunch service Monday through Thursday at the pavilion at the fairgrounds. They also do the Sunday brunch. No service on Friday because of the Exchange Club meeting there. Also, WZQZ out of Chattooga County reports that the Tryon Facts, that's the newsletter basically for the uh, Mount Vernon Mills community, it is shutting down. In fact, published its last issue last week, according to the radio station. Crime news today, Ghostface Gangsters members arrested in Polk County last week is being questioned about a deadly home invasion in Coweta County, that courtesy of the AJC. Local law enforcement is partnering with Pepperell High School's SAD Group for Motorcycle Awareness. Education news today, Barry's student newspaper has won 11 awards from the College Press Association. Floyd County's Board of Education called meeting this coming Wednesday as well and buzz today. Gas prices are going up. Our analysis is it must be spring break coming up around the corner. Prices up 6 to $0.07 cents a gallon. Barry students are offering free tax help. One Community United small group meeting is set for this coming Wednesday. Also, the Department of Corrections is hosting a job fair in March. Ware Mechanical Weather Center, number one, could be some fog out there. Definitely a little bit of rain already falling today in northwest Georgia. We could see up to an inch of rain. Uh, good news, bad news there. I guess the latest, the good news is the latest flood updates. We're seeing fewer rivers and streets closed by the high water. This inch of rain coming in, though, will not help things out. Our daily features today, obituaries, we say farewell to Mrs. Mary Josephine Burrell, Judy Denise Jones, and Mrs. Olga Kizer Logan. Public health restaurant inspection scores now posted for you as well from Monday. Also, Greater Community Bank's Crime Watch report. Updates from Floyd, Bartow, and Polk counties now on the website. Our podcast network today, Elections Chief Robert Brady talks about what you need to know about those new voting machines and the presidential preference primary. We started voting for that, by the way, in a little over a week and a half. Also, Jay Shell's first Creekside stories, Beware Brown Red, now posted as well as a part of our podcast network. Truett's Chick-fil-A sports update for you. Number one, basketball, high school, state tournament schedule and updates. Uh, more updates, by the way, have been added this morning. We'll have some time, game times for you as well. Local college basketball updates. Barry opens the SAA tournament this coming Sunday at home at 3 p.m. against Swanee. Baseball news. The Atlanta Braves have extended the contract of Brian Sticker and his coaches. Also, they promoted the general manager to VP of, pardon me, president of operations. And Rome Braves continue to prepare for the new season coming up here in April at State Mutual Stadium. Community sports news for you today. The 2020 Rome Arsenal Jamboree is this Saturday at Grizzard Park. On February 27th, Larry Lester, co-founder of the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum, will give two talks in the Rome community. And March 14th, the Harbin Clinic's Leprechaunathon 5K two-mile health walk. That is coming up. You can sign up for that today online as well. All right, now it's time for our rant of the day. We'll call this one The Miracle on West 3rd Street. For nearly 12 hours last Thursday, the Rome City Commission held its annual planning retreat at the Courtyard Marriott, make that Courtyard Rome Riverwalk. Joining commissioners were key staffers, community guests, and even a breakfast with the Floyd County Commission. The agenda stretched beyond the depth of your standard computer screen, and they didn't even finish up with each item. A short sequel is planned because of that, and they'll address issues that we're not able to get to on Thursday. That includes, by the way, 
Economic Development in the Chamber of Commerce. The City Commission shook off some of the inhibitions of the past years when reviewing Rome's needs. Most of those troublesome, quote, how do we pay for it, end quote, references were tossed into the recycling bid. Plus, we have a quick answer to that question about how to pay for it. How about this? Better management of city projects and assets. The commission left city manager Sammy Rich with a pretty hefty to-do list. Rich can get uh, can expect to get some plenty of questions about follow-ups as well. In fact, we suggest that they even make, make that part of the city manager's report at the twice-monthly city commission meetings. That might get some answers and some movement. Perhaps another way to look at it, the city commission has taken control of setting the direction for our community. The challenge now is to see it through. This wasn't always, uh, this wasn't a kumbaya session by any means this past Thursday. It started off kind of nice. Things got off to a smooth start, as a matter of fact, between both the city and county commissions, as they heard from Mark Cochran, architect and newly elected city commissioner, about his reinforced calls to call for a rewrite of the Unified Land Development Code. Scripted in 2001 with a revise in 2015, Cochran hammered home the main point. The ULDC is a non-growth tool, which surprised some city and county leaders as we all continue to confront the community's stagnant growth rate. With the county commission exiting after the meal, the city then turned to other issues, and that's when things got a little bit testing. One of the first topics was downtown parking. Commissioners learned the company behind the parking mobile unit with the license plate reader, you know, the one that's been stalking downtown residents and visitors since last May. Well, all that did not work out as planned. There is no big data dump that's been received by the city. The city, in turn, did fire the original consultant and has hired another one. The funny thing is, no one told most of the city commission. You talk about peeling a scab from a festering wound. Commissioner Wendy Davis immediately started to ask the hows and whys questions. She immediately was rebuked by a defensive assistant city manager, Patrick Eatson. Davis stood firm. She wanted to know why the commission was being blindsided. She got a voice of support from Craig McDaniel, who was elected to a second term back in November. Also remember, it was McDaniel who proposed the first three-hour parking solution last year to quell the escalating debate about downtown parking. After that, the tone of the meeting actually changed. Commissioners then talked about a river walk for downtown, about a promise of the river district, about the downtown Rome area, and dozens of other topics. It was a long day, but perhaps one of the most productive retreats in the city's history. As one commissioner said proudly, quote, progress, end quote. Indeed, and you can thank city voters for making that happen. There was a message in the November elections that saw two new commissioners and a third returning to the board after a few decades. With several incumbents joining this new blood team, you could almost feel a change of attitude. So what's next? We'll put that question to several city commissioners as they join us for a podcast later on this week. We'll close by lifting the following quotes from Mark Cochran's Facebook page, posted almost immediately after Thursday's planning retreat. And we quote, It's not an exaggeration to say the city you knew yesterday philosophically no longer exists. Today was a watershed moment for the city of Rome, possibly the most important day this city has had in a generation. Big changes are coming. A special thank you to my fellow commissioners Jim Bojo and Bonnie Askew for helping pave the way with their wisdom and insight. And a huge thank you to my fellow commissioner Cindy Wendy Davis for fighting the good fight for so long and never giving up. Thank you to Commissioners Craig McDaniel and Jamie Doss for their experience 
and helping us more fully understand the vision and potential of our city and helping us understand how we can get from point A to point B. Today was a great day, end quote. And we'll close with this comment. Amen to that. And now tomorrow looks a whole lot better as well. This is John Drucker-Miller at HometownHeadlines.com. Thanking you for joining us today. Continuing news updates all day today on the website, HometownHeadlines.com. Also, more updates this week from the Hometown Podcast Network. For now, we open and we close with the stylish renderings of Funky Druck from the funky one himself, Harry Musselwhite. Have a great day in Northwest Georgia.